Hi everyone, Bella here of Isabella Resin Art and welcome to my Resonate podcast. So I will record again another very random topic that I have, which is about scholarships. It's something that I really want to share, pero wala pa kasi akong ganong time to share. But I think this is the perfect time because I don't have anything to do, I think. And um, what else? It's actually um, scholarship application time here in Sweden, so... If you are planning to study abroad, I hope that you will consider Sweden, diba? Anyway, so if you haven't heard or listened to my latest podcast, which is actually an IG live recording of Camille, of Camille and Arts. Oh my gosh, I forgot Camille. I'm so sorry. Uh, CamilleandCrafts.th. She's an... I mean, she's a resident artist in Thailand. She's a Filipina. And we came from the same university, the Philippine Normal University. So, nag, uh, nagkaroon kami ng IG Live last time. Totally cozy chikahan. So, I I already uploaded it here. And I hope that you will be able to listen. It's kind of maingay kasi malikot akong tao. But, sana, uh, ano ba tawag dito? Sa mga susunod na podcast na recorded through IG live ko kahit pa paano malinis na yung recording. But anyway, thank you so much. If you will listen to it, if not, then I hope that you will listen to my other podcast even if it's so random and I'm not really sure if if it can help with anything in your life. But you know, for enter- for entertainment purposes na lang. So anyway, going back, dahil napakahaba ko magpasakali. Going back to my topic for today, which is about scholarships. So, first, why did I... Um, let, let's talk about me, of course. I don't have any any experience, you know, coming from... I mean, I don't have any experience ng ibang tao na, kailang, na pwede kong ma-share for us to learn. I think that's their experience and this is mine and this is what I need to share, di ba? Kasi kapag share ko yung experience ng ibang tao, chismis yun. Anyway, so... Uh, way back 2020, actually my my dream of studying in Uppsala started when I was 11. But it's 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 that type of dream wherein you don't know how to reach it. So, alam mo yun, sa pagtagal ng panahon, inayaan mo na lang, uh, tinang, inalis mo na lang siya sa isip mo because hindi mo nga alam kung paano mo maabot yung pangarap na yun, ba? But since 11, I saw pictures of Uppsala in, in the magazine, particularly the the gardens here. Sobrang gaganda ng mga gardens nila. And from that then on, sabi ko, I want, I want to be in that place someday. Maybe study there. And then, nung nag-MA ako, napag-alaman ko na yung university is merong, is merong, nainis ako sa mga is merong. But here I am, using it. Yung university dito, merong um, department for history of ideas, which is the topic that I have in my research for the longest time. So, history of ideas na talaga, ng matagal na panahon. And sabi ko, mas gusto ko mapalalim yung, yung pag-aaral ko about it. Kasi sa Pilipinas, hindi naman tayo, or wala tayong, um, tag dito, mga ganong specialization, ba? Like, if, you're, if you majored in history, then fine, history ka. Very, ano eh, focus siya minsan sa mga eras, like history of um, post-colonial, mga ganun-ganun, ba? Or focus siya sa Philippine history or world history, ganun. Pero in in Europe and in other parts of the world, for sure, mas specific yung mga focus ng history nila, ng mga departments or ng tag dito ng mga colleges. So, Uppsala has this history of ideas, ba? But then... 
um instead of coming to Uppsala during that time I, I chose uh University College London and Queen Mary University to to study the history of ideas under the London School for Intellectual History so dun ako napunta yun yung first and then uh, after ko mag London inalis ko na ulit sa isip ko si Uppsala tapos um paano ba Parang mga batang 2019, sinabi ko sa sarili ko that I need to be really serious about my future. Because I I don't know if it's um, quarter life crisis or whatever you call it that, you know, you you, you, you always come to that point wherein you all you, you question yourself kung asa na ba ako, anong gagawin ko sa mga susunod na taon ng buhay ko, may savings ka ba, may, may, may tag ito investments ka ba and all that. Sinasabi sa atin ng ibang tao minsan, di ba? Parang, ah, you need to have all those things. Meron din naman mga nagsas- nagsasabi na, ay, hindi naman kailangan niya. At the end of the day, you need to be happy and all that. But the reality is that, um, ayaw mo naman na habang buhay, asa ka sa parents mo. Actually, kapag nagkaroon ka na ng trabaho, hindi ka na dapat ganun, di ba? And ako, nakatira pa rin ako sa mga magulang ko, which I don't really find it masama or whatever. And I have a lot of experience in, in the past years ng buhay ko. Pero darating at darating ka sa point na kahit alam mong kontento ka na, masaya ka, mapapakwestiyon ka pa rin kung papano ka na, ano na mangyayari. So what's next? So sabi ko magtatrabaho ba ako ulit, like full time? Kasi for the longest time, din part time jobs na lang ako sa mga universities and at the same time, I'm doing my art. So sabi ko, what am I gonna do? eh, ayoko na talagang ma-stress because of teaching. Gusto ko lang magturo. Pero yung other things that you need to do in order for you to stay in the job, for example, you need to publish or you need to, you, you need to do a lot of things. I mean, teachers like me, I think you know what I'm talking about, ba? Diba? Hindi lang naman pagtuturo yung ginagawa natin. That's the reason why I, I chose part-time jobs. Kasi kapag nagturo ka ng part-time, Turo ka lang, di ba? Hindi ka nila bibigyan ng iba pang mga works or administrative work or whatever. And yun lang talaga yung gusto ko. Gusto ko lang magturo and focus na sa art ko and my other activities. So, the thing is, I want to have the luxury of time and to to manage my time, etc. Whatever you call it. And sabi ko sa sarili ko, if I'm gonna go back to work, edi stress-stress na naman ako. So, I, I, I thought of one thing, and sabi ko, ano pa yung isang bagay na gustong-gusto kong gawin na I can say, magaling ako. So, <laughs> sabi ko, magaling ako mag-aaral. And, but then, kapag sinabi ko naman na magaling ako mag-aaral, paano ako mag-aaral kung wala nga akong tag dito, maayos na work because of my, my part-time jobs lang, na yung iba nga hindi ko tinatanggap yung sahod, as in, kasi wala din naman. And, sabi ko, Kapag nag-aaral ako ulit, kukuha ako ng scholarship. Or, ano tawag dito? Or paaralin ko yung sarili ko. So, ang nag-iisa lang na nasa isip ko th- that time is mag-aaral ako sa UST. Kasi andun yung PhD in history. Ayoko mag-aaral ng PhD in UP because of so many reasons. And, ayoko nang magsabi pa. But then, sabi ko sa sarili ko, gusto ko mag-UST siguro. PhD in history. Tapos, uh, during that time, yung dalasal, nagbabalak na rin magkaroon ng PhD in history, pero matatagalan pa kasi parang pinaplano pa lang nila. So, sabi ko, gusto ko na mag-aaral by 2020. And then, sabi ko, kung maghanap din ako, tapos noon, maghanap ako scholarship. Tapos sabi ko, siguro try ko mag-lani ano, scholarship. 
sa tagig kasi, di ba, may Lani Cayetano Scholarship. But then, sabi ko sa sarili ko, kung magpi-PhD rin lang ako, bakit hindi ko na lang gawin abroad, di ba? So, andyan na sa isip ko yung Erasmus, yung Daad, and all that, na alas lahat mga kaibigan ko nag-a-apply sila. Sikat kasi sila sa Pilipinas, di ba? Phil France, yan. So, ang una ko talagang tinry ay Phil France because gusto ko lang ma-feel ang Farish. Farish, di ba? <laughs> gusto kong ma-feel yun, mala Emily. Pero wala pa si Emily that time, as far as I know. I'm not sure. So, hindi pa niya ako na-influensyahan. So, ano tawag dito? Yung, sumuna, yung, yung una ko talagang in, pinagtanungan, okay? Kasi ganito ang nasa isip ko. Before ka mag-apply ng scholarship, which is um, based sa mga nababasa ko pa lang, you need to get an approval or dapat nakapasok ka na sa university abroad. And then you will use that um, approval or ano ba tawag nila doon na yung patunay na binigyan ka na nila ng slot. You will use that to apply for a scholarship. So, Hinanap ko yung pumunta ako sa website ng Phil France, for example, and then look for uh, the program na gusto ko, which is, sabi ko nga, may kinalaman pa rin sa history. And after nun, hinanap ko yung university na kung saan, yun yung the best na nag-offer nun, na under din ng scholarship. Kasi mamaya naghanap ka ng school, pero hindi naman pala yun kasama sa ina-acknowledge ng scholarship na applyan mo. So, inun ako nga yung, yung mga university sa France. Nakakita naman ako. So, what I did, I sent an email to their department. Pero, ang tagal, hindi nila ako nireplyan. Hanggang ngayon, wala akong natanggap na reply. So, uh, for the longest time then, medyo nahilig kasi ako mag-aral ng German. So, alam mo yon may sarili ako mga dictionaries, mayroon ako mga libro on how to speak German, ganyan-ganyan. And then, sabi ko, why not, since nag-aaral-aral din naman ako nito, wala lang for fun, why not try ko magdaad naman? So, ni-research ko din yung sa daad and all that. Nandun lang ako sa level na nagtatanong ako and nag-tawag uh, dito, huwag nag-iipon ka muna ng information bago ka talaga tibdibang maghanap ng mga requirements and all that. And then, ayun na, hindi ko, hindi ko rin natuloy kasi... Um, isa sa mga tips siguro, tips na pwede kong mabigay is that you look for websites na merong mga, nag-offer ng subscription for scholarships. Para kapag may mga universities na nag-post ng scholarships kasi, doon nila pinopost sa website na yan. And then you will get an update sa may email mo. So, uh, halos lahat ng mga yan, nag-subscribe ako sa mga website na yan. Nakakatawa kasi nung nakarating ko ng Sweden, inansubscribe ko na silang lahat. Nakakapagod. Kasi alam mo yung araw-araw ka makakareceive ng sandamakmak na messages telling you that uh, this university is looking for ganyan, 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 ganyan. And then, um, I think it was around October of 2019 when I found this, uh, I mean, when I received the email na there's, uh, a, a, like, what, there's an an organization in Sweden, which is actually under the government then, na looking for, ano tawag dito, looking for scholars all over the world, kung gusto mo mag-aral sa, sa ano, sa, sa Sweden. <laughs> San pa ba? Anyway, so, ayun nga, um, mas naging, ano sa akin, mas naging, mas naging interesado ako, una, dahil yun nga, nag-spark na sa isip ko yung, I mean, nasa, pinakakaibuturan siguro ng isip ko yung pag-aaral sa Sweden. So, binasa ko and 
ang tagal pa ng ano, ang tagal ng mga deadline. So, around October yon pero ang deadline niya ay uh, January and February. I think I need to cut this later because I need to explain it, diba, ng mas marami. So, Alitag dito, October, I read the email that they're looking for scholarships and then the deadline is still next year. So, you know, I have enough time to prepare my documents and to apply. So, ito na yung nangyari. Uh, by October, uh, nakita ko yung email, binasa ko, and it's very, very organized. Alam mo yun, yun yung mga gusto kong applyan, yung hindi ka na kailangan pang malito kung ano yung gagawin mo. Kasi there is one specific website who will who can tell you everything, what you need to do, what you need to prepare, etc., etc. So, I uh, since they're doing this, since the post-war era, World War One pa, nagbibigay na ng scholarship ang Sweden. I mean, World War One After World War Two nagbibigay na ng scholarship ang Sweden sa mga students around the world. It's because before, libre kasi ang pag-aaral sa Sweden para sa mga international students. But then, inalis nila yon after the war. There are so many changes that happened in the Swedish educational system since the 1950s. Isa na nga doon yung pagkakaroon na ng bayad para sa mga mag-aaral na international students. So if you're still, if, if you're from the EU, EU ang passport mo, Libre ka. Pero kapag hindi, magbabayad ka. So, dahil nga ginawa nilang ganon dito sa Sweden, correction, Sweden lang, kasi sa Germany hanggang ngayon libre pa rin ng schooling and other countries in in Europe. Sa Sweden, hindi nga. And then, um, dahil nga ginawa nilang may bayad, isa sa mga sagot nila para kahit pa pa na mabigyan ng chance yung mga students abroad or international students to study pa rin in Sweden, ay yung sa pamamagitan ng pagbibigay ng scholarships. So, there are a lot of scholarships actually na pwede mong magamit in order for you to study in Sweden. But the best scholarship so far is um, the Swedish Institute. I can't say na Erasmus kasi yung Erasmus, there are different scholarships within the Erasmus and I really don't have any idea about it pa based lang yung idea ko sa mga matawag dito sa mga kaibigan ko na nag-apply. So, I anatawag dito, number one pa rin ang Swedish Institute. First, because it is offered by the government. Number two, um, I think this is number one. Dapat nata number one to. Kasi all expense paid yon. So, um, there are scholarships offered by the university, pero yung scholarships na yon ay anatawag dito, tuition fee lang ang libre. So, mamamablema ka pa, isipin mo pa, saan nakukuha ng pamasahe, papunta dito, or Paano ako mabubuhay, de ba? At kailangan mo yung patunayan na mabubuhay ka dito sa loob ng study period mo or else hindi ka rin magagrant ng visa. So, since I realized that applying for a Swedish scholarship is a lot easier than the other, um, for me ha, the other, how am I gonna say, other scholarships available, then go ako sa SI. And... All I had to do during that time was to go to two websites. The first one is, of course, the si.se, which is the website for the Swedish Institute, wherein they explained thoroughly and clearly the processes on how you can apply for a Swedish scholarship. Next is the universityadmissions.se, centralized ang pag-apply dito sa Sweden. Unlike other scholarships wherein you need to contact the university and then 
ask them about anything or maybe the list of application is already posted in their website. In Sweden, you do it in one website which is the universityadmissions.se. Doon ka lang mag apply O ba? Diba? Lahat ng university sa Sweden, iisa lang ang applyan mo. So, kahit na mag-apply ka sa tatlong o apat na universities, iisang lugar lang ang pagpapasahan mo ng, ano tawag dito, ng mga documents. So, the very first thing that you need to do if you want to apply to the university in Sweden is to number one, of course, search for your program. So, for the longest time, I'm really interested with the history of ideas, gaya ng sabi ko. And, um, alam mo kasi, in, in terms of research life, no, if you're in the academe, kung meron kang topic in mind na pinag-aaralan mo, either yung topic na yan magiging, alam mo yan, magiging specialization, paliit siya ng paliit, or pwede rin naman na lumawak yung interest mo about it. So, for me, history of ideas, pero focus siya sa education, dahil nga teacher ako and all that, syempre. So, history of education talaga yung akin. Pero yung focus nitong history of education na gusto kong pag-aralan ay kung paano nagbago ang kaisipan ng mga Filipino sa pagdaan ng panahon. Kasi, di ba, naniniwala ako na, na nagbago yung paraan ng pagtingin nila when it comes to education. Bakit nila kailangan yung education na yan? Bakit, bakit nila kailangan mag-aral and all that? For me, there is a deeper, alam mo yun, deeper explanation, a deeper, I mean, deeper concepts that Filipinos should understand para maintindihan nila yung mga bagay-bagay about their education. And for me, that's that's the most interesting part, you know, of my research. So, kaya hindi rin ako napunta sa Department ng History of Ideas dito sa Sweden. First, because the department focuses on the history na nandito sa Sweden. Actually, they they require you to be um, a Swedish speaker kasi nga, karamihan sa mga primary sources na hahawakan mo ay Swedish. Eh, hindi naman ako doon dahil ang focus ko ay Philippines. So, buti na lang, I found this program which is the um, education, I mean, sociology of education. It's sociology, but sociology can be a very big din naman na, na, na field wherein may, may history na pasok. Which is, that's what I experienced when I came here kasi, it's sociology of education, but then we had a lot of history history topics about education, which are very, very helpful para sa akin, which is a history major, and at the same time, I focus on education. So, very helpful siya. I really did not enjoy lang the other the other courses, kasi nga, medyo, medyo technical yun for me, and medyo social sciences, political science aspect. I really like history. That's why I enjoyed um, courses in history of educational system, modern histories, mga ganon. So, so yun yung una kong ginawa. Naganap ako ng, ng program about, I mean, about my research. Because, for me din ha, naniniwala ako, importante that whenever you apply for a scholarship or for your education, na... Alam mo yung on track ka, ibig sabihin, ano yung bachelor's mo? Yung bachelor's mo ba, may kinalaman dyan yung tinake mo nung MA ka? Yung MA mo, yung susunod na hakbang mo, meron bang kinalaman yan sa mga natapos mo? Kapag nakita kasi sa application mo, napawala-wala ka. Like for example, yung bachelor's mo, hindi connected sa MA mo, or hindi connected sa experiences mo sa trabaho, etc. Medyo mahina ang laban. 
I'm sure there's still a lot of people who manage to go through the field or the system even if hindi ganun kaayos yung track nila. But for me, since, um, how am I gonna say, since I'm really conscious of how to prepare my life, that's what I can say, and I'm not really bragging about this, but that's how I live my life because I have this thinking, I have very, very low confidence and I have this thinking na, I am not that good, you know, it's very, it's, I think it's very normal for a human being to, to have that stage in their life. So the only thing I did and the only plan I did since, take note of this, third year high school, since I know that I might not be able to succeed because I am not that smart, I'm not that intelligent, is to prepare my life. So yun lang yung ginawa ko. And I think that's 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 the wisest thing I did in my life, that to prepare everything. So everything that I did are actually related to each other or on track. Because, alam mo yun, and I made sure that I love what I do. So um, I finished Bachelor of History, Bachelor of Secondary Education major in history because I love history and I love teaching. And teaching is in demand. Hindi ako mawawalan ng trabaho. Dahil marami naghahanap ng teacher sa Pilipinas, for sure. And... And I finished my master's in history in the La Salle. Same, magkapareho sila. And for the longest time, I am a history teacher in different schools in the Philippines. So, alam mo yon on track. So, when I applied for a scholarship or any program, they will see na may direction ako. So, and I think that's, that's the same, how am I gonna say, that's the same idea that I will, I mean, the same advice that I will give to Filipino students to be on track. Even if, you know, um, I think our time is actually changing now. We're in. If you don't feel your course right now, it's okay. I mean, your college course, it's okay. You can still change, etc., etc. But during my time, we don't have the luxury of that, diba? During my time, you need to think carefully of what you will get in college or else wala kang trabaho. Hindi ka pwedeng papalit-palit ng kurso kasi wala kayong pera. And I think that's another thing, no? That really encouraged me to plan my life ahead and to really do, do it step by step. So I will... I will um how am I going to say I will record the next uh, the next episode which is about how am I going to say which is about the steps on how to apply for a Swedish scholarship because this is taking so long now and I don't want you to do you know feel bored because I keep on changing the the topic and all that but anyway so yeah see you on the next recording about how to uh, apply for the Swedish scholarship Hi everyone, Bella here of Isabella Rest in Art and I think you've listened to my first recording about, um, it's more of like an intro to how I got, I got here and um, this one is like the steps on how you really do it. So I think I also mentioned some of it already on the first recording so ito yung pangalawa. I just want to cut it na pa isa-isa kasi masyadong mahaba minsan, diba? You will end up bored or whatever. So I hope I'm not really boring you but <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. So, eto na nga. How do you apply or how or what are the steps in order for you to apply for the Swedish scholarships? And I think napapanahon kasi um, ito yung February, I mean January and February are the um, crucial how am I going to say, crucial dates for the application. So just like what I've said, there are two important uh, websites that you can go if you want to know more about it. The first one is si.se, wherein you can find all the processes. 
and then um, universityadmissions.se. Now, if you want to be more inspired on studying, no, about studying in Sweden, then you go studyinsweden.se. So, going back, so if you go to si.se, you will see there all the information, um, including how to apply. So, the first one that is written there, number one, is to really um, create an account on sa university admissions. So, again, you will just create an account. It's free. So, universityadmissions.se, gawa ka ng account doon. And then after that, go back to um, si.se. If I were you, kasi ganito yung ginawa ko, after creating an account sa universityadmissions.se, I downloaded all the documents or the requirements or lahat ng mga pwede kong basahin dun sa si.se about the scholarship, which is available, PDF form, download it. Ako nga, sobrang, ano mo yun, dinownload ko pa yung pinaka-website eh. Tapos pinrent ko. I know, I know, it's crazy. But, alam mo yun, um, I really read yung mga, tag dito, guidelines. Kasi nga, baka may makalimutan ako and all that. So, binasa ko siya isa-isa by heart, ng maraming beses, highlighting everything, um, what else, uh, highlight ko kung ano yung mga kailangan nila, ano yung mga requirements nila, and all that. So, um, after that, I prepared the documents that are needed. And these are actually what you need in order for you to um, apply for the scholarship. Number one is, after creating an account in university admissions, you need to choose what, how am I going to say, what program, no, yung gusto mong applyan. So, for example, ako, I want something that has something to do with history and education. So, there are three universities that I applied for. Again, gagawin mo lahat to sa university admissions. Merong search bar doon. Tapos, hahanapin mo kung ano yung program mo. Let's say, history of ganito-ganyan. Tandaan din, ang tinatanggap lang sa SI scholarships ay 120 units or 250. Or, pabago-bago kasi to. So, you need to read kung ano yung requirement ng SI. Kasi, minsan, lalabas dun sa search bar, courses lang pala siya, hindi program. So, you need to look for programs, not courses lang. And then, once na makahanap ka ng program na feel mo, at sa kung anong university yan, do a little bit of research before you click apply. So, you can go to Google and then Google this, the, Google the, the university or Google the program para makita mo kung swak ba yon sa track mo or sa mga gusto mong pag-aralan. So, for me, I found um, a very interesting program for me, ha? And ito talaga yung pinaka-top choice ko, which is um, Master's Program in Sociology of Education because all the courses are actually um, related to what I want to study, which is the history of decolonization in the Philippines. Tapos, ayun, tapos, after ko nun mag, ano, after ko ma-research, sobrang excited ako. But then, sobrang alam mo yun, na ano ka rin, na medyo na-discourage ka din kasi, ang baba lang ng kinukuha sa Uppsala, like 2% lang ang rate na nakakapasa. Again, take note, walang entrance exam ang Swedish universities. So, 
um, ano tawag dito, labanan to ng credentials, labanan ng proposals, and you need to be really good with those things. So anyway, 2% lang yung kinukuha, Stockholm University around 80% sa mga nag-apply. I forgot about Malmo, but I I applied for 3 during that time and actually whenever I do rankings of my university, kapag may sobrang favorite na ako, sobrang yun talaga yung ano tag dito, yun talaga yung gusto kong makapasok ko lang kung pakialam sa iba. But then kailangan kasi kapag nag-apply ka sa ano sa university admissions, you need to put all 3 choices that you have. So what I did, I put number one, Uppsala University, which is my dream university. And at the same time, you know, I'm really into um, oldest university, etc. So it's the oldest university in Scandinavia, established in 1447. So sobrang, alam na, as a history major, parang, oh, gusto ko dito. Tsaka ang ganda talaga ng Uppsala for me. Next choice is Stockholm University, wherein I chose uh, international educational studies as far as I can remember and then last yung Malmo which is ang pinili ko naman dun is educational theory something like that but again wala akong pakialam sa dalawa <laughs> as long as makapasok ako sa Uppsala go 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 so you need to put your choices no as in final choice mo na yan you need to click that may deadline yon around january 15 or january 16 so as of today lumagpas na siya so ano tawag dito you need to you need to click or you need to enter your your final choices by january something so again pumapatak lang yan ng 16 to 9 to, to 17 of every year so after non, after kung masulat, I need to look for the list of requirements na nakailangan at makikita ko yung requirements na yun sa website ng mga universities or minsan nakalagay din sa nakalagay din siya sa university admissions den. So kung kung wala siya doon, edi punta ka sa mga websites nila. Ang ginawa ko noon, gumawa ako talaga ng listahan para sa mga universities. And, ano tawag dito? And, yun yung pen repair ko. So, tinignan ko kung ano yung mga requirements. Usually, pareho lang din naman sa iba. Like, for example, you need your CV. Um, what else? Your purpose sa pag-apply, so statement of purpose or SOP, uh, you need your your proposal for masters, but then napansin ko, ang may pinakamaraming requirements ay Uppsala. <laughs> Kasi, ni-require pa nila ako to have like around um, 75,000 characters of, ano, of sample works, mga ganyan-ganyan. Tapos, sample writings, ganon. So, hindi ako na-require nun sa Stockholm, hindi ako na-require nun sa Malmo. Yun yung hiningi sa akin sa Uppsala. Plus, yung ano nga, yung proposal kung ano yung gusto kong pag-aralan sa MA. Although, they're aware na hindi naman din yun yung final. ba Parang gagawa ka lang, mak-mak lang, something like that. Pero yun nga, napaka, napakarami ng, ano, ng requirements ng Uppsala kumpara dun sa dalawa. So, what I did, you know, you need to do it wisely, ba? What I did, pareho ng statement of purpose na pinasa ko sa Stockholm and sa Malmo, pareho ng, basta maraming, marami dun na pareho sila. Binalitan ko lang yung university 
na naka-indicate. Diba? Kasi tatlo yung a-applyan ko, gagawa din ako ng tatlong paper, diba? Tatlong, tatlong mga documents na magkakaiba. It's, you don't, you don't do it that way, diba? Sayang sa oras, may trabaho ako. So, so pareho lang yung pinasa ko sa Malmo tsaka sa Stockholm University. And, since I really want to get into Uppsala, I really wrote my SOP by heart. And, you know, I really put everything na meron ako in, in yung all and honesty. Sinulat ko talaga doon. So, that's what I did with, with Uppsala. And, uh, after, I think it's around, um, around end of, the, end, of, end of March, nung lumabas yung results, and sobrang sobrang saya ko kasi yung sa tatlong university na yon nakapasa ako sa dalawa ang unang nag-release ng ng result was Malmo which is yay nakapasa ako and then sunod na nag-release ng result is Stockholm so yes nakapasa din ako and then um wala akong pakialam diba kasi sabi ko um tawag dito kahit makapasa ako sa dalawa Kung hindi ko naman makukuha yung dream ko to be in Uppsala, then wala rin kwenta. So, but then, I managed to enter Uppsala as well. But it was so, so, so tagal. Like, parang naglabas na ng, ano, ng, ng results yung two universities. Pero yung Uppsala, parang three weeks par a month after that, saka ko nakuha yung result. Sobrang stress and anxiety level to the highest level. <laughs> ano daw? But anyway, so... Once na na-click mo na yung going back doon, no? once na na-click mo na yung uh, universities and programs na applyan mo doon sa sa universityadmissions.se and then after that, na-research mo na rin kung ano yung mga requirements na kailangan, nakagawa ka na ng listahan, please do that. Make a list of all the requirements na kailangan para wala kang makalimutan. Then you can prepare for it now. But then, since you are applying also for the scholarship, you may also prepare it kasabay ng mga pag-prepare mo ng mga tawag so yon kasabay ng pag-prepare ng mga university requirements, ay eh, pwede mo rin isabay yung pag-prepare ng uh, requirements for the scholarship. So again, there are different kinds of scholarships na pwede mong applyan sa pag, uh, tawag dito, pagpunta dito sa Sweden. Merong mga scholarships na ino-offer ang universities, which is I also applied for that. But then again, uh, tuition fee lang yung uh, maibibigay nun sa'yo. I mean, libreng tuition fee. If you're the person na meron kang kamag-anak dito, na meron ka rin namang matitirhan, mga ganon, or meron kang magandang trabaho, nakapag-ipon, so pwede ka mag-aral dito, or pwede kang isupport ng savings mo, then I think you can consider that, de pa for a scholarship. But then, sino bang may ayaw na full ang scholarship mo? Wherein, meron ka ng, uh, meron ka ng libreng tuition, and at the same time, meron ka pang uh, scholarship money every month and at the same time uh, pati yung uh, plane tickets mo sagot nila so if that's it's, if that's your choice naman then you can go for my scholarship which is SI or Swedish Institute so medyo um, isa nga to sa pinaka prestigious na scholarship ng Sweden and at the same time dibdiba ng labanan because lahat talos ng mga bansa all over the world are vying for this so Ano tawag dito? So, hindi lang Pilipinas at 
alam mo yon at iilang bansa ang makakalaban mo kundi halos lahat sa buong mundo and um Philippines just like what I've said is one of the countries na pwede nilang i-grant but all you have to do is to choose a program na kahit hindi, hindi kahit papano kundi dapat um ay tawag dito, dapat sumasagot sa sustainable goals ng United Nations. So, I think you can Google that. For the longest time, my advocacy is into climate and um, education. But then, mas, mas ano ko, mas focus ako sa education part because first, I'm a teacher and uh, I really go for teacher empowerment, um, what else? Um, eradicating stereotypes within the classroom, mga ganyan-ganyang keme. So, dun talaga ako. And sa SI, gaya na sabi ko, madibdiban at to, talagang you need to follow the instructions. And I can't say anything more about the requirements because nagbabago-bago to every one or two years. So, I suggest that you really need to read it thoroughly and alam mo yun, understand it word by word kasi sobrang importante nun whenever you apply for scholarships that they see how you follow instructions. Akala ng iba basta-basta lang makapagpasa ka but it's not like that. Mas maraming bansa ang talagang tinitignan nila kung sumusunod ka sa instruction. Number one dyan ang Japan. Diba? In, in terms of size of paper na ginamit mo, in terms of size ng photo, very particular sila dyan. And as far as I know, also Sweden, kapag sinabi nilang 100 characters ang explanation mo, make sure that you do it 100 characters. Pag sinabing 1,000, 1,000. And please take note that characters are different from words. Maraming nagkakamali dyan and maraming nagre-reklamo. Kasi alam mo, makwento tayo kung minsan, diba? That we really want to explain it further. But if you're if you're an a, a scholarship-giving body and you need to check thousands, you know, of applications na pinapadala sa inyo, then you really need to make the application as much as possible short. And you want people who will apply to follow. Kasi nga, diba, mabilis ang pagbabasa yan for sure. So, follow the guidelines. I think, isa lang sa mga pinaka-highlight na dapat talagang tandaan if you're applying for SI is they are actually requiring you to prove that you have worked for a minimum of 3,000 hours. ba? So, if, for example, you're applying for this program and your work is you know, has nothing to do with it, I think mahina ang laban natin. But if you're applying for a program that is also aligned with the, with the, with the line of work that you did for the past three years, for example, or five years, then okay tayo. So, I'm applying for an education program focusing on history, but if you will take a look at my, my, my track record, it's also about teaching, and I had several leadership uh, roles then in different companies and in different uh, places in the Philippines. I mean, different schools. So, inipon ko lahat yon sa loob ng dalawang taon. Gaya ng sabi ko in my previous recording, I really planned my life since I was in third year because I have this thinking that if I'm gonna make mistakes, it should be minimal because hindi, wala akong kakayahan, wala akong financial, alam mo yon or nakakayahan, na kung magkamali man ako in terms of like, 
feeling ko hindi ko gusto yung kurso ko or whatever. Wala akong, alam mo yon wala akong pera to shift courses. Walang pera yung pamilya ko to do that. Wala kaming influence to be, alam mo yun, para tumulong sa amin in order for me to get a job or whatever. Wala. Wala kaming ganun. So everything that I did, sabi ko, I need to do it well. I need to do it properly. And I need to be happy along the way. So, importante sa akin maging masaya. Sorry kayo. And at the same time, I, I think I'm also blessed to have parents na, alam mo yon na parang, I think, nag-aalala din sila whenever I choose things that I think will give me success in the long run. But if you will take a look at it, hindi. Like, for example, my nanay really wants me to take up English and so that I can go abroad. You know, that's the goal. I don't have that goal in mind, actually. Me being in here right now is not really part of my goals or my dreams before i just i just want to finish history because i i mean i to study history to finish a degree about it and uh and teach alam mo yon ganun 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 yung pangarap ko which is which is i did in in, in now I'm, I'm i'm doing it so ganun yung nangyari i i have leadership roles and all that and I used all those leadership roles in order for me to apply for the scholarship. Kasi kahit ikaw, you need to, hindi, hindi lang ano eh, hindi lang, ay gusto ko to, ay maganda to ah, ganyan. Tignan mo yung credentials mo, tignan mo kung ano yung mga pinagagagawa mo nitong mga nakaraang limang taon na masasabi mo sa sarili mo na may laban ka. Hindi to pwedeng labanan lang ng passion kasi hindi nila yon makikita sa papel. Labanan to ng mga nakasulat sa, sa CV mo, nakasulat sa papel mo. Ilan ang leadership roles na naginampanan mo nitong mga nakaraang taon ng buhay mo? Ilang, uh, ilang volunteer works? Kailangan din yon Ang meron ka. Now, hindi lang yung pwede-pwedeng isusulat mo lang na ay nagkaroon ako ng leadership role in this, blah, blah, blah. You need to support that claim. And how do you do that? I did that by using or by having references mali yung term ko but then, then basically it's all, it's all about that i i use my references my bosses you know to back up ba? for example i had more than 4000 hours of work dito sa school na to and you know i asked the highest official in that school to write a um recommendation for me because they'll ask you to write recommendations and then the other one is with a leadership role in a company where i run uh 2000 2017 2019 i also asked my boss to write a recommendation letter which is really touching and it's really nice and um, i will never forget that so it's there also you know back up and mo so after that when I prepared all of it and I read it and, you know, I did all of the requirements na kailangan, pinasa ko. And ako kasi, I'm, I, nako, sobra akong procrastinator. Nagpapasa ako sa deadline, which is hindi talaga yun advisable. And hindi ko yun ina-advise. Kasi ako, kahit ganun ako, namamanage ko pa rin yung sarili ko. And feeling ko, mas nagiging productive ako kapag may bomba ng deadline na nasa likod ko or whatever you call it. So, ma- maano lang, madalang lang sa buhay ko na nakapagpasa ako na, alam mo yun, before the deadline. I mean, before the deadline. I mean, a couple of days or hours before the deadline. Because usually, it's like a minute before the deadline. And I'm not really proud of it. 
um but i'm sharing you know so i apply i prepared all the documents and applied and guess what time nakapasok because it's another thing um yung website kapag last mga last minute ka nag-apply kalaban mo lahat ng mga tao na nag-a-apply from different parts of the world and pinapasok nila yung kanilang requirements so may posibilidad na mag-crash yung website diba napasa ko siya 11.58 ng gabi, 12 o'clock yung deadline. So, nakapasok ako. Diba? And sobrang hirap kasi kailangan kong ayusin yung, yung file base sa kung magkano lang, ay magkano, kung ilan lang yung MB or whatever yung file. What do you call that? I forgot. Pero yun nga, yung sukat ng, yung sukat ng file, meron siyang requirement para maipasok mo siya dun sa sa website. So, kinailangan kong i-compress ng last minute. Isipin mo yun. So, wag nyong gagawin yun. I will still advise you guys to submit on time. And by that, I mean ahead of time. So, I can't do that because, you know, during the time na, na deadline, by the way, the deadline usually falls on the first week of February for SI scholarship. Again, there are two deadlines the first deadline is in the university admissions you don't have to do anything but to choose and to finalize which universities and programs na gusto mong applyan so you need to just click apply bawal mo nang baguhin yon after mo mag-click ang apply and then after that um they will give you enough time so january 16 for example is the deadline until february 3 to prepare all the documents, sorry, all the documents that you need for the university. So, February, hanggang February 3 yon. And then, all you have to do, once you prepared all of that, sorry, mali yung info ko, but this is, this is the right, the right thing. You prepare all your documents in the, the, the university and then upload it in, um, what's this? Universityadmissions.se So, pag na-upload mo na siya doon, by February 3, you click apply, and that's it. But then, another catch, may bayad kasi yun. It's around uh, 900 krono, so 4,000 pesos. And hindi nila pwedeng tanggalin yun kasi I think it's mandated by the law for processing, etc., etc. So, andun yun. Talagang kailangan may, may bayad siya. And then after that, um... After February 3, you submitted all your documents in the university. Saka mo aayusin din yung sa, sa SI or sa scholarship. Which is, syempre, expected na na January pa lang, inaayos mo na. Kasi, October pa lang of last year, nakapost na yan sa website ng SI. So, kapag naayos mo naman na yung mga uh, requirements mo sa SI, which I already mentioned kanina, yung highlights like 3,000 working hours, prove that you have volunteer works, prove that you have leadership skills, etc. Then, you need to input all the requirements sa bago ang deadline na binigay ng SI, which actually falls around Feb 20 or Feb 21, something like that. I think during my time, it was Feb 21 na inilagay, uh, tawag dito, yun yung deadline na ilalagay ng SI. So, nag-iiba-iba din yun, pero it falls around that time lang. So, after nun, lalabas ang, ano, lalabas ang tawag dito ang results around April, first week ng April, 3 or 6, somewhere there. 
and then um oh, no 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 april 3 is the result for the universities and then for last week ng april naman ang ang sa si Again, pwede magbago yon Depende sa kung anong meron sa website nila na nakasulat. But it's always around that time. Hindi pwedeng lumagpas ng, ng May ang results because yung mga makakapasa, may aasikasuhin pa silang visa and all. And kailangan ng ilang buwan bago ka makapag, uh, makapag-ayos ng visa, right? So, kaya kinakailangan magkaroon din ng enough time yung mga estudyante para makapag-apply ng visa and makapunta ng Sweden by August dahil September ay simula na ng semester. So, ang nangyari ngayon, um, I applied for it. I was able to prepare all the documents. And just like what I've said, I really read it thoroughly. I went through it every day, every night. Even while, while I was traveling, I went to, I, I remember me and my sister, um, I, we went to Cagayan to attend the wedding. And I was reading the pdf uh, files of si sa bus and then my sister was asking ano yung binabasa mo te and then syempre ako kasi hindi ako mahilig mag-share ng mga plano ko nang hindi pa siya sigurado alam mo yon kasi alam mo yon parang hindi talaga hindi talaga ako mahilig sabi ko sa kapatid ko wala ka mang alam <laughs> and then uh, ano tawag dito sinabi ko lang yun nung nung nag-apply na ako talaga na dibdiba nung nagbabayad na ako for ano for for SI, yung 4,000 pesos nga. Sobrang grabe talaga yon And then, so, eto na, um, ano tawag dito, nag, ano ko, nag, nag-apply din ako for university scholarships. And there's a funny story about this because they release the, how am I gonna say, the, the results for the university scholarships. Yung sabi ko na free yung tuition pero walang iba pang kasama, tuition lang. So, tinry ko lang din. Tapos, nung tinry ko, nakapasa, ano, ano tag dito? Sabi nila, hindi daw ako nakapasa. Yun yung unang email. After a week, nag-email sila sa akin na nagkamali lang daw. Sila nang in-email sa akin, nakapasa daw talaga ako. So, sabi ko, okay, alam mo ba, nalagi akong biktima ng mga ganyan na nakapasa, ay, hindi daw ako nakapasa. And then, after a couple of days, may babalik sa yung sulat or email na they're apologizing telling me na, ay, nakapasa ka. Ganon. So, it, the same thing happened in the scholarship uh, from the university dito sa Uppsala. Nakapasa daw ako after a week of saying na hindi ako nakapasa. So, wala rin. Kasi sabi ko, makapasa man ako, hindi. Walang sibe. Kasi nga, hindi rin naman ako makaka-aral. Baka hindi naman ako kayang suportahan ng kahit anong perang meron ako. ba? So, nakakalungkot din. So, inayaan ko na lang. Hindi ko na lang pinansin. And during the time, it was 2020, right? Ang dami ng anxieties pa ako kasi pandemic. Nagsisimula na yung pandemic. So, anxiety ka sa kakaantay ng resulta ng SI at the same time, anxiety na baka mamaya magka-COVID ka. Kasi yung level ng takot natin during that time with COVID was really, really high. Sobrang katakot talaga. Sobrang alcohol. Sobrang paglilinis ng katawan. Sobrang mask and face shield tayong lahat. But, and also, there was this thinking na paano ka makakapunta ng Sweden if nagko-close yung mga borders, ba? So, kaloka talaga. So, after that, nung, nung, ano, nung okay-okay na ako, kahit papano, kasi ba mga bandang, bandang May, bandang June, parang medyo okay-okay na tayo in terms of COVID. I mean, ang ibig ko sabihin yung takot level natin, kahit papano, bumababa na. Or hindi pa ba? Ewan ko, hindi ko na maalala. Pero, yun nga, 
by by that time i already got the results around uh, around may no, no 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 around april end of april i got the results from the universities that i applied for which is Uppsala, stockholm and malmo and then after that i also got the results from the university scholarships while i got it i got it no i got in and the only thing na lang that i'm waiting for is the results sa anatavito sa si scholarship so if i get the si sabi ko doon sabi ko that time then i think i really need to go whatever happens so what happened was i really waited for the results it's an, an very very alam mo yun, anticipated talaga yun na event napakaraming alam mo yung sobrang dami yatang nagaantay naka crush yung page ng si tapos nung nakapost na siya sobrang tagal magload so alam mo yun i think around um anong oras ba yun nakalimutan ko pero gabing gabi na yun sa Pilipinas kasi natutulog na yung nanay ko nung pinost nila so syempre di ba medyo tanghali pa lang yun sa Sweden yeah siguro mga ano mga alas gis ganon tapos biglang nung pinost nila nakita ko hala parang iilan lang yung mga Philippines kasi walang pangalan yun ang nakasulat doon ay yung application number mo and yung country mo and yung program mo so hala tingin ako tingin 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 ako ganyan wala talaga Philippines pero iba yung application number and all nasa dulo ako ng application ng ng results list and ayun nakapasok ako to cut the long story short nakapasok ako sa scholarship and i really um owe it to my self charot and also to my to my bosses who recommended me sa, sa scholarship na yon diba nakakatuwa it's my first scholarship application abroad kasi yung mga application ko na ginawa hindi naman yung scholarship for a degree eh yung mga application na ginawa ko ng mga nakaraang taon ng buhay ko for example i went to london i went to japan and all that they were actually applications for short term studies which is i you know you don't get a degree after that but this one is really a degree an ma degree and this is my second one and it's really something that is so important to me because i think this is this is a step to to fulfilling my dream of studying you know philippine education thoroughly so sabi ko sa sarili ko ito na talaga yun diba and another thing that i want to share is that i think this is for me i always tell myself that i never question myself na hindi to para sa akin para to sa akin because whenever i think of my application since 2019 when i found out about it i felt peace alam mo yun hindi ko maramdaman na nagdadalawang isip ako or what eh nakita mo naman diba ang ano tawag dito? Ang smooth ng application ko sa kabila ng pagiging procrastinator ko. Ang dami kong, dami kong naging worries na baka hindi ko maipasa tong document na to kasi hindi ko makontak yung, yung taong kailangan ko, hindi ko magawa to or what. But then, laging nagkakaroon ng sagot and alam mo yun, na parang always telling me na you don't have to worry because you know, sa'yo na yun. Alam mo yun, ibibigay yun sa'yo. Sa'yo yan. As in, wala talagang stress sa application kahit na, nga, na nakapasok yung application ko ng sobrang tagal. What I'm trying to say is that, wala, sobrang, sobrang peaceful lang. Sobrang, sobrang ako lang yata yung parang naaligaga. Pero if you will take a look at it, you don't have to worry about anything because it's already yours. Parang ganun yung sinasabi sa akin. So, 
alam mo eh, alam mo, ewan ko kung ako lang or nararamdaman nyo din na if something is for you, mararamdaman mo. If it's not for you, then you start questioning it. You start creating a lot of anxieties, ba? Diba? Na parang sinasabi talaga sa'yo na, teka lang, uh, parang it's, it's, it's our body or mind's way of giving us warning kapag may danger. Well, but this one, wala. As in, sobrang smooth ng application ko, sobrang... Sobrang okay, wala akong problema talaga na malaki. Sa kabila ng application ko, yung kasagsagan nun ay um, magpa-pandemic. Tapos pandemic, kasi syempre I needed to apply for my for my visa na sobrang inisip ko din pa paano ko gagawin. Kasi you need to travel to Thailand because that's the only embassy ng Sweden na nag, nag-offer ng biometrics. Pero hindi, pinayagan kami to just send our our passports sa Thailand and pagdating na lang ng Sweden sa mag apply ng biometrics, etc. So, di ba? Nakakatuwa lang. So, ayun. So, takat the long story short, I'm here and I am stressed. Charot. But then, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing my, my studies and all that sa, sa university. Hopefully, I will be able to do so. So, if you're listening, whoever you are, can you like uh, say a little prayer for me? Because, you know, uh, the last months or years of, uh, of studying will always be crucial because of all the requirements. And, you know, you have the thinking that I might not be able to finish this because I wasn't able to submit this and that. So, if you're listening and you you somehow know me, can you, like, say a little prayer for me, diba? Para naman kahit papano. Um, I'll be guided and I'll, I'll have the, the peace of mind as I write my, my research. And, yeah. So, on the next recording, another topic that I'd like to discuss about about studying in Sweden, you know, the the English requirements. So, thank you for listening and sorry na cut. This is actually the 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 continuation of the other one kasi um uh, may dumating akong package so I need to go out. Sinir <laughs> ko lang. Anyway, thank you so much. Mwah. Hi everyone, Bella here of Isabella Resin Art and welcome again to my Resonate podcast. We're in today, I will talk about um it's actually a continuation of the other recordings. But this time, I will talk about the English requirements. I think this will going to be a very short recording. So every university, you need to take, in, you need, you need to take note of this because, um, how am I going to say, English requirements are needed in, in order for you to apply in the Swedish university. Pero... Um, as time goes by, I realized that it's very conditional. Itong bagay na ito. First... Kung mag apply ka sa Swedish University, nasa Sweden ka na ba? Uh, marunong ka na ba mag-Swedish? You know, there are so many things that you you need to consider eh. Bago dito sa, bago mo maintindihan tong aspeto na to. So, let's just put it in context first. Ako'y student na nasa Pilipinas and mag-aaral for the first time sa Sweden. So, that's the thing, okay? So, I needed an English uh, proficiency test. Kasi requirement yun sa department ko na ino-offer ang program using the English language. Okay? English yung program ko, hindi Swedish. So, I needed to um, submit that. And most universities here in Sweden na nag-offer ng uh, English courses ay kinakailangan or nire-require ang mga applicants nila to give, um, how am I gonna say, 
to to provide a proof of English proficiency. Pwede ito sa pamamagitan ng pagpapasa ng IELTS, TOEFL, or um, how am I gonna say, English courses, courses, courses na, na nakuha mo, no, nitong mga nakaraang taon. Now, ang sure na matatanggap is IELTS or TOEFL. But, if you have, yun nga sabi ko, certification ng English courses na natake mo or English major ka ba or whatever, it will be very, very helpful to contact your department. And uh, tanungin mo sila if pwede ba yung, uh, ito, pwede ba yung certificate na meron ka to prove na proficient ka sa English language. So, dahil wala akong IELTS na during the time na nag-apply ako, Going back, if you're listening to my other recordings, I found out about the applic about the scholarship October of 2019, and then I prepared for it. I looked for the requirements and prepared for it. And one of the requirements that I prepared, of course, is my IELTS. Since October ko to na nalaman, and ang deadline ng application ay January 15 to February 3, and then Feb 21. I think you're familiar with those dates now because I've mentioned it in my uh, previous voice recordings. So, naghanap ako agad ng um, IELTS Center sa Philippines na malapit sa akin at kaya kong bigyan ng test around November or December at ang results ay dapat January or first week of January. Which is really good because I'm just from Taguig so the nearest British Council office is in BGC and they had um, a schedule na open around December 7 as far as I can remember. And then after I think two weeks, tumabas din naman yung results or I, am, I really can't remember how long it took. Pero yun nga, lumabas yung results and I was able to use it. So please, if, if ever you up, we will apply for for the university, make sure that, syempre, if you have IELTS already, then good. Keep in mind that na-expire yan, two years lang. So, gaya nga nasabi ng friend ko, kasi two years lang hindi ka na marunong mag-English. So, na-expire yan. But kidding aside, so, please take note of the time na ng deadline ng requirements and at the same time, yung time na kukuha ka ng IELTS and dapat academic IELTS since mag-aaral ka dito. And, ano tawag dito? It's a, isa yan sa mga requirements, hindi lang sa pag-aaral, kundi sa pagtatrabaho din abroad. So, baka marami kang makasabay. So, maganda talaga na pinaplano mo kung kailan ka makakapag, ano tawag dito, makakapag take ng test. So, ayun. So, again, meron, merong mga programs sa kailangan ng English requirements. Merong mga programs na hindi kailangan ng English requirements. But, always keep this in mind that if you have questions, there is such thing as course coordinators who are willing to answer your questions because that's their job. I don't understand why is it there are so many students na nagtatanong sa website na nakita nila kung saan nakapost yun, nagtatanong sa ganito, ganyan. Na, hindi naman sila experts. So, para sigurado ka, go na to the coordinator ng program mo na napili. Ask them if, um, ask them about the English proficiency test or any requirements or any questions that you have in mind. Stop asking from people na walang alam about it. Like, for example, you really can't ask questions sa akin because everything that I'm sharing is only for, I mean, based on my experience, diba? I'm giving you the process, but... We all have different experiences and we need to, you know, uh, do it on our own, di ba? Because it's the same thing na naman that, that I did with, with, during my journey na 
Inanap ko kung ano yung proseso, inanap ko kung ano yung gagawin, pero hindi talaga ako nagtatanong sa tao. I mean, kung magtatanong man ako sa tao, nakakilala ko, which is during that time, wala. Um, I'd rather ask for, alam mo yun, experience nila. But I will never own it. Kasi, experience nila yun eh. So, ako, talagang, ang ano ko lang, diretsyo ako sa, sa coordinator ng program. Which is, hindi naman ako binigo ng coordinator ko. Because, uh, they're really nice. Actually, uh, nung sinend ko yung application ko sa university admissions, may nag-message na sa akin agad from Uppsala. Um, asking me if there are questions, blah, 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 if there anything that they can do to help me para maging mas maayos yung process ng pag, pag-alis ko from Philippines to to Sweden. So, yun. I think there's no harm in asking questions. There's no harm in trying. So, good luck with your journey. And I, I'll think of other topics around this, um, I mean, other other parts na meron tayo na pwedeng pumaloob dito sa, sa topic na to and I will create a recording again. So, thank you so much for listening again and take care. Mwah.